Before we dive into this week's episode, I just want to quickly touch on how I reconcile wanting to earn a lot of money with my purpose, my values, all that good stuff. Because you know, I think there's an awful lot of chat at the moment around how everything has to be purpose driven. It's like we're made to feel guilty for having money or for making money part of our why. How many times have you heard that if money's your why, you won't be successful? And I just want to suggest that we all start making a stand for the and. I can't even remember where that came from, to be honest. I don't think I just made that up. I've clearly stolen it from someone. I'm sorry, whoever it was, I've stolen it. But basically, being in praise of the and and in praise of, I'm definitely in praise of helping people grow their businesses and making lots of money. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be wealthy. It's all part of a faulty money story, a legacy story that we've grown up with that's told us that it's greedy to want money or it's inappropriate or somehow rude to desire wealth. And the truth is you can do both. You can impact the lives of your clients and you can make great money. I think, um, and there will be an episode coming up which really does a deep dive on the money mindset. But before we go into this one, seven unpleasant side effects of undercharging for your services. I just wanted to, to touch on this because it's definitely foundational to valuing your worth and charging your worth. Okay. Stand for the and. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities building authentic relationships, and creating the abundant, full-fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. So, seven unpleasant side effects of undercharging for your services. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I've, I've restricted myself to seven. I've got to be honest. I feel like I could have gone on all day. As I was planning out this episode, like so much came to me about what happens when we undercharge for what we do. Like what happens for us, what happens for our clients, and what happens for our business as a whole. So I'm going to take you through these seven things. But like I say, this isn't an exhaustive list. These are just the kind of seven priority things that really came to my mind. So let's get into it. First one, when you undercharge for what you do, you will, without any question of a doubt, attract the wrong kind of clients. This is a fact that I have seen happen time and time again. When you charge too little 
for your service, you attract the wrong clients. You'll attract clients who simply don't commit to what they're paying for. You attract clients who don't show up. They don't do the work. They don't get the results that they've hired you to help them with. If you're a coach, if you're a consultant, maybe you're a branding strategist, maybe you're a graphic designer, whatever it is, if you're undercharging for the service you provide, your clients aren't going to get the results that you've promised them because they won't show up and do the work. And what happens when they don't get what they were hoping for? You don't get the glowing testimonial. You don't get that referral to more clients, more perfect clients that you want to work with. So it's really important to charge appropriately for the service you offer to make sure that you are attracting the right clients who are going to get the results that they want. Because you've got to remember, people aren't paying you for your product or your service. They're paying you for the result they want. And if they don't get that result, then they're going to be unhappy despite the fact that in your mind, you are doing them such a great service by offering it to them at a lower cost. The truth is it doesn't do them a favor. Clients who invest in themselves show up. They do the work. They get the results. Simple as that. It really is. The second side effect of undercharging that I want to talk about is that you really do adversely affect the perception of the value of what you offer. You do a complete and utter disservice to your skills. Think all those years of experience, you know, you, you just kind of annihilate them because if you undercharge, the perception will be that what you're offering is of low value. And that is going to put off your ideal clients. Because like I could just say, they're not paying for the offer or the service or the product. They're paying to solve the problem that they have. So if they feel like your price is low, they're going to make an assumption that it's not going to solve their problem, that it's not going to meet their needs. Okay, now the third one, and this is a very important one. If you think about it, if you undercharge for what you do, you're sending a message to your potential clients that you underestimate the severity of their problem. Okay, I want to say that again. If you undercharge for what you do, your client gets the message that you underestimate the severity of the problem they have. Because like I just said, that's what they want to pay for. They want to pay for the solution to their problem. If it's a very painful, difficult, stifling, restrictive problem that you can help them solve, you know, as as coaches and consultants or strategists or any kind of service providers, we solve problems. So if we put a small charge against solving that problem, the client straight away feels that we don't get it. We just don't understand how difficult this thing is for them. And that can be a really unexpected consequence of not charging enough. We think that by undercharging, we're making what we do more accessible to people. But we're not. We're not. We're encouraging them to deselect themselves from our potential client list. Okay. 
The fourth one, and this is going to sound dramatic, and I know anyone, those of you who know me well, I mean, you, you'll find it unbelievable that I'm going to say anything dramatic, right? I know it does. But here's the thing. If you consistently undercharge for what you do, you're actually cheating your future clients out of working with you. Dramatic, but it's true. Because this is really simple. You will have an unsustainable business model. You won't be around for the long haul if you keep consistently undercharging. And the fact is there are future clients out there who need what you do. They need you to be around for them in years to come. You must make sure that you're charging at a level which makes your business model sustainable for the long haul. I hope that makes sense. I really want you to think about that one. If you want your business to be sustainable, to be there for the long run, to serve those future clients, you have to charge appropriately for the service you deliver. And next I want us to think about, and this is really tied up with number four, because we want the business model to be sustainable for the long haul, but we also want space in that business model. We want to be able to make philanthropic gestures. You know, wouldn't it be nice to to kind of charge for what you do at a level that allows you to then offer maybe scholarships for your programs to some people who genuinely cannot afford what you do, but you know would benefit from what you offer? Wouldn't it be nice to be able to offer them a free place? Maybe you could take on a couple of clients like that each year. So think about it. If you've got a high ticket program, Maybe you could make a couple of spaces each year available for free and allow people to apply for them. Yeah. And maybe you're going to want to intentionally discount your price every now and then to make what you do available to someone just because you feel really drawn to serve them. Wouldn't it be nice to have the bandwidth, the buffer in your revenue to be able to do that? But here's the thing, if you're consistently undercharging all the time, there's no space for you to do that. You know, if your business is really just about covering its bills each month and there's no space for you to be philanthropic, it means that you're just not charging what you're worth. You're not building in space into your business model to have the freedom to make intentional decisions around your pricing. Okay. Give yourself the freedom to discount when you feel intentionally drawn to do so. I really hope that makes sense. So the sixth unpleasant side effect, you're going to feel resentful. I will guarantee that. When you undercharge for what you do, you stop enjoying what you do because you feel resentful. You know, you're pedaling really fast in a low gear. It's hard work building space into your business by really charging a premium price for a premium offer is the way to go. And remember, everything I talk about on any episode of this podcast, there's always one assumption I'm making, and that is that you are outstanding at what you do because that's the one non-negotiable if you want success. So it's really likely that if you are outstanding at what you do, you're probably undercharging. 
Have a think about that one. It really is being great at what you do. If you want to work with higher ticket clients, you've got to be good. You've got to deliver that premium service. And it really is the non-negotiable. Everything else can be tweaked. You can get clever with marketing, pricing, sales tactics, content creation. But if you're not outstandingly good at what you actually deliver, that is all meaningless. You know? If you know you're amazingly good at what you do, then you need to make sure you're charging accordingly so that that resentment doesn't build up and stop you from enjoying what you do. You know, there's a reason we all stepped out on this entrepreneurial path, right? And that is for the perks of it, the benefits, the freedom, the money, right? So the last thing I want to talk about And again, it's really tied in with the one before, number six. And that is that consistently undercharging means that you are not going to have the amount of money you should have to reinvest into your business, to give you opportunity to grow, to scale, to try new things. In last week's episode... I was talking about having that confidence to charge a high ticket price for our premium offers. The benefit of doing that is that we build space into our business. We don't need to work with as many clients. We don't need to be doing as much day to day, which means that we can build in space to try new things, try new projects, see what works see what doesn't work, see what we enjoy. But if you're undercharging and again, you're, you know, you're peddling really fast, you're, everything's hard, everything's to the wire, you're just covering your bills. You've got no space to try anything new, to experiment and do the exciting bit, the entrepreneurial bit. Chase the shiny objects if you want to. I get really fed up with people being told off for chasing shiny objects, you know, shiny object syndrome, whatever. As long as it's not stopping you from actually fulfilling on something that means a lot to you, that's something that you want to achieve, then try as many things as you want to try to find out what's right for you. But charge your worth, value your worth, know your worth. That is what will give you the space to be able to do that. Okay. I hope that's been helpful. I know it's a bit of a short, sharp shock list, that one. And I probably, I know I get overpassionate about this kind of thing, but there's a reason for that. I genuinely feel passionately about it. It's something that takes a while to get your head around some of these things. Don't forget in the show notes, I'm going to load up the transcription. So if you want to, you can always print a copy of that off or, or take a look at that and highlight the each of those seven things just to pull those out of it and, and get those to to stick. I know, put them on a put them on poster, put them on a post-it note or something. I don't know. You know, just to remind yourself of why you need to make sure you're charging your worth, why that needs to become one of your non-negotiables. Because it can be the thing that's actually holding you back from enrolling the right clients. So it's really important to get this right. Really important. Get it wrong and you actually could be cheating future clients out of working with you. 
clients who need what you offer. As always, please reach out to me, info at jillmokes.com or on social media if you've got any ideas for future episodes, topics that you want me to talk about and cover please do let me know. If you look in the show notes, you'll find a link to apply for a full 60-minute business coaching session with me, with my compliments. I don't charge for that first session with me. You'll also have the option of us recording that first session, and that can feature on an upcoming episode. So you'll be able to promote your business as well. Um, So again, the link to book that breakthrough session with me is in the show notes. Okay, I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help you put more heads together, reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now.